Rods Program, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. Today's band is Lagwagon, and uh, I might be lagging, but I'm oh. pitching my wagon to Randy. <laughs> I, I worked really hard what for that one. Intro. Man, yeah. I feel like that one came out. Of, I didn't think about that one at all. It's just we were talking about being tired right before I hit record, no and shit. so I was like, "Well, there you go. It's right there." No shit, you didn't think about it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Lagwagon is a band that that you put up on the board quite a while ago, Randy. So, talk to me about Lagwagon. Yeah, um, I put them on the board probably after doing my first ever episode because I knew that that was a band that I would be able to talk about their whole entire discog without, you know, without losing any sleep. And there's so many songs that I love from them. But the one thing that makes Lagwagon so unique, and I think that people, the one thing that I'm sure will get brought up a hundred times in this episode is that people knew them from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Mm. And everybody knew May 16th from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And I think that just kind of became the thing where in that year, I think it was like 1999, 2000 when it came out, everybody was just like, oh, okay, Lagwagon. And it became sort of like, you know, almost like a, a monthly trend where it's like, okay, this is the band for the month or the next couple months. And then after a while, people just kind of forgot about them. And I was going to tell this story a little bit later, but I, I feel like that's a good segue for me to tell it now. There were some kids in my high school that would used to wear lag wagon shirts. And I think the popular lag wagon shirt was kind of like, I don't know what charcoal it is, but there's like a charcoal guy on one of the charcoal uh, bags. And it, that was the logo. They just replaced lag wagon with a, with whatever the brand is. Yeah. Steve, are, are are you feeling me on this? Like, do you know yeah, yeah. exactly what this I, is? I know exactly what shirt you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is, I don't really know how to explain the story, but I'll tr I'll try. So there was a kid that I think was when I was a junior, was a sophomore. When I was a senior, he was a junior. I don't remember when this was, but he used to hang out with this girl. And <laughs> like, here's the thing, like back then in like the early 2000s, like, yeah, people were friends with each other, like white and Hispanic people, but they never really dated each other. So at least in, in my school and, and where I was from. So John, who was the guy that wore the shirt, used to wear the shirt all the time. And I'm like, okay, he's got a lag wearing shirt. That's kind of cool. Okay. And then I I guess I would see him hang, hang out with her, but I, I, I really don't know. Like a couple months after like seeing him wear the shirt a bit, she comes into school with that shirt. Oh snap. I'm like, Oh, okay, <laughs> I see what's going on here. <laughs> it was just kind of one of those things. I'm like, she's definitely mm, if she's a lagwagon fan, I something yeah, it, it clicks the other way and not this way. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. But that's sort of deflecting from the point that I really wanted to talk about. And what I really wanted to talk about is how just supremely talented that Lagwagon is from the bottom to the top, from Dave Ron or uh, Derek Plurd, uh, their original drummer, like both phenomenal drummers that just are so intense and are so fast. And some of the songs that I pick are some of the fastest songs that they have. And then you get to their guitarist. He's just like, 
he's got some metal influence in him and he like especially in very early on in duh and a little bit on trashed you get a little bit of like punk metal and they drop that after a while which is interesting but that was sort of that was what they were doing for a little bit and it it was interesting i don't think we've ever seen that take on punk and then you have joey cape and joey cape is one of the most phenomenal songwriters that i've ever seen it's not like I've always said this about Joey, and of course, when you talk about Joey, you got to talk about Tony Sly of No Use for a Name as well, because yeah, obviously, because um, if anybody knows the the acoustic split that they did two times, and one before Tony died, which is just listening to that just sob story. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and both of them are are incredibly talented songwriters. That if they decided to go the route of and you think about the early 2000s, like most bands were doing kind of the selling out thing. Like I think of the Atari's kind of bands where, you know, they would be pretty okay punk bands and then turn into sort of this, this band that would get on MTV and get on the radio and do stuff like, okay, let's put out a boys, of summer cover in order to get there. <laughs> and it just didn't work. However, I always thought that if Lagwagon or no use for a name did that with the songs that they already had, in the lyrics, they could have been massive in that time period because just they're masterful. It's masterful lyrics. It's masterful storytelling. And to its fault, I don't know if the mass public could have ever picked up on that and said, wow, like that's, that's kind of, that's kind of genius. And we should be paying attention to that. But you know, they stuck, you know, obviously they're both fat rec bands and fat rec bands have kind of this mentality and their original fat rec bands, you know, along with no effects and, and propaganda, but no effects kind of came later. They were still on epitaph for a while and, and uh, strung out. And like those bands, they just have this like dedication and loyalty to fat rec that they've never left. They've never done an album elsewhere. And at least from what I know. And they never tried to go big. Never. And I feel like, at least for Lagwagon's sake, they've created sort of that inside following without having to do that. Mm. And I think that's that's pretty unique. And although, no, they're not going to ever sell out big shows. They're still going to play clubs and stuff like that. And maybe they'll sell out those clubs. I, I missed an opportunity to go see them, but honestly, the show was canceled to COVID anyway. And I probably wouldn't have gone. It was back in December. <laughs> but yeah, just like, not just not just like great lyrics, but entertaining as well. They're able to make fun of themselves. It's, um, and especially their live shows are very, very good. They, I wanted to talk about them because they were so unique to what was happening in other California punk bands at the time, what was happening to the pop punk scene. And they sort of continued to stay pop punk, but stayed out of all what became kind of garbage after a while. So uh, Randy puts them up on the board and initially Peter gets them off the schneid and moving towards a panel because that was recently. Yes. Very recently because this man, Steve, you came in and said, Hey, I'd love to hear you guys talk about lag wagon. And then Randy goes, Hey, what about getting that guy to come on the pod? 
And so I asked you, and here you are, Steve Lagwagon. Talk to me. Oh man, uh, yeah, Lagwagon is just—they've—they've they've been just one of my favorite bands since since I was a teenager. Um, I was introduced to them by by my older brother, which is. <laughs> Funny enough, is one of the names of uh, one of their EPs, but that's 100% true for me. So, yeah, my brother and his buddies were pretty heavy into skateboarding, and so uh, naturally, I, I kind of gravitated toward that. And Lagwagon was just a big part of the soundtrack of of me growing up and my teenage years, and out skateboarding with my you know my big baggy jean uh, coat pants <laughs> and my you know my Etnie shoes, and and I was probably. 13 or 14 years old when their trashed their record trashed came out and it just had everything I was looking for. Kind of like what, what Randy was saying. There's just is pretty straightforward, you know, fast paced skate punk and uh, with some heavy metal influence on there. And it was just, I love the fast pace of the songs, the guitar melodies, the, the amazing drumming. Um, you know, Derek is just one, in my opinion, just one of the best punk drummers of all time and uh you know no disrespect to their their current drummer dave but but yeah because he, he's no slouch either but Derek was just a whole, whole other level but and then uh yeah joey's lyrics they, um i love that they run the spectrum of or serious matter you know political songs or uh social commentary stuff to um more lighthearted things like Mr. Coffee or Razor Burn or, uh, you know, Beer Goggles or whatever. They're just, Joey has such a unique voice in both the way he he sounds and just his his voice that comes out through the lyrics that he writes. And they're all, they're all just, they're all just amazing musicians. And I don't know if you've, I've seen him a concert a few times and it's, there's such a contrast is Joey Cape is a pretty small guy. He's probably like five foot, six five seven maybe and then you've got chris flip in their guitarist who is he's got to be close to seven feet right he's he's huge he's just a giant of a man so <laughs> to see the the like the, the dichotomy he's called the between big bitch <laughs> yeah but they seem like great guys they, they uh create just amazing songs and great music and um i just feel like they for how great of a band they are they just they don't get enough love and don't get talked about enough. So I'm glad that we're here to be able to talk about them because much like you guys are saying, like this was a band that I'm very aware of the name. I remember, you know, I remember it being, you know, somewhere on my periphery and I'm moderately aware of them being on Tony Hawk. Like I don't, I, I couldn't have told you that before doing the work, but you know, I, I feel like that's partially where I knew them from. And one thing I wanted to hit on before we move to like how you guys built your lists, you both have mentioned this and the, the, the striking thing for me, uh, when you hit play on this playlist, the first two records, they have a lot more in common with like a Metallica and a Megadeth than you would think. <laughs> yep. And I was like, I was blown away by that. And, you know, not necessarily in a good or a bad way, but more so in a, you don't usually, I mean, when you really listen to early Megadeth and and early Metallica, 
Like there is that punk vibe to it, but you know, punk could be described as like uh one kick pedal metal. <laughs> like there's no double kick. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the similarities are pretty high. Like there's even times where the singer sounds like Hetfield. It's like, it's there. And it's like, you know, it's, it's like, it's in their bones. It's not necessarily, let's go write Metallica songs. It's just, we're going to do these lag wagon songs and they're going to, they're going to be what we are. And, uh, we're going to put our influences on display. So I thought that was when, when you think of those two albums that you mentioned, they came out and I believe like 89 or 90 and then 92, so that's the transition from when hair metal mm-hmm. kind of turned into what the grunge sound was. So hair metal was still very influential in the late eighties and early nineties. Yeah. See, and so like, it's, it, it is right there for them and they're, you know, I, I don't want to say right place, right time, but cause so there, you have this marriage of that, that hair metal thing with what's going on, what's brewing in California. And you know, the, I hate to draw comparisons to Blink-182 because, like, Blink-182 is definitely, like, the very candy version, like, the, the, the bubblegum version of this. But, like, the early Blink records do, they do have that. They, like, you could tell that, that Tom listened to some, some hair metal. Like, he's, you know, I think he's even admitted as much, but I think he's also made fun of as much, so... Maybe my point is moot. Um, <laughs> so I'm just saying I, I, that was that was sh- shocking in neither a good or bad way. I just I just didn't expect it. So based, you know, based on, you know, the did we get everything? I can't remember if, if we covered everything. I think I think we covered just about everything, didn't we, Randy? Well, um, we you didn't ask us how we did our picks. Well, I meant like as far as the oh. like the discography. How much did we did we cover? I can't remember if we, we cut stuff out. Okay, so we covered up until uh, Resolve was two thousand five. So it's Duh, then Trash, then Haas, then Double Platinum, then Let's Talk About Feelings, Blaze, and Resolve. And they had a couple other releases afterwards. I think there's one called Hang. And then Railer that came out not too long ago. And I think that going up to Resolve, like Resolve's a good record. And going up to there, I think, was a good kind of way to end it. Because you're getting into the 100 song count. And and really, we could have done stuff like, you know, add in the Let's let's Talk About Leftovers record with all the b-sides where there's a lot of good stuff i actually i added one of those to the list because i thought it was pretty undeniable to that it at least needed to be discussed about but yeah um this is just i think this is their time period of being in their prime so when you talk about that time period and when when you go back to that time period and you start preparing for something like this how how do you pluck out your 20 oh boy um all right, so I kind of went into this with the mentality of, all right, there are going to be automatic songs that go in there. Like, I looked at that, and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And then when I kind of came down to it, I, I had, like, 15 of those songs that were just locked in. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I have to see what else is there. Yeah. And here's the thing. I had my ear open for songs that maybe I didn't give enough credit to, 
in, you know, the early 2000s when I was listening to them a lot. And all of these songs were songs that I was obsessed with when I was listening to them on a regular basis. All of them. There was one song that I really was trying to consider to put in that's on Blaze. And it just didn't make it because I, I felt like I couldn't quite talk about that one like I could talk about the rest of these that I just freaking love. And it, what it came down to was, you know, I think I got myself to 17 and then I had like nine for three and I spent probably a week and a half or two looking at these nine songs and saying, how do I do this? How do I, how do I put these in? And I think that I just sort of came to a logical reasoning on them and thought about like, which, which of these songs do I like the best? And I just did that. So very, very, very hard. One of the hardest lists that I've done in a while because it's none of this was new to me. This was all kind of rekindling an old relationship with, with this whole discog. So yeah, uh, it's, it's got a vintage feel to it, I suppose. And this being your first time, Steve, what was it like putting your 20 together? So <clears throat> I, I kind of did a more straightforward approach, I guess. I just created a playlist and started at the beginning, which is so hard because those first five albums of theirs, um, they're, they're just all keepers. <laughs> <laughs> like there's not a skipper on, on, on any of them. And so, um, I just, I started with duh, their album duh. And, uh, as a song kind of struck me or I had a good memory associated with it, moved it over to the playlist. And by my first pass, I had close to, yeah, you know, 50 songs. <laughs> and that was with me. That was with me, like being hypercritical, you know? Um, and so then I had to do a second sweep and that got me down to about 25, 26. And then for these past, Oh, week and a half or so just been agonizing over these last five or six you know which 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 to cut and it's it was hard but yeah uh, for me particular Haas is is an album that just absolutely love and I try to give each album a a little bit of love on this but uh yeah those first five flag wagon records uh, have a special place in my heart I'll say this prepare yourself for heartbreak friend because I (laughs) I went through so this is all new for me so you know again at at this point in the show's history almost everything's going to be so uh i found myself kind of like what you were just saying steve like really loving probably the first five records the most and i think i think i don't know if i put this in the group i think i was somewhere around 50 on my first pass as well but i think i i didn't come in until i made my second pass and got it down to 32. <laughs> I was like, okay, there's a manageable 32 here uh, for me to, for me to try to whittle down. I will say this, this doesn't, this doesn't necessarily mean I, I love, love or hate the band, but I'll say that there's not a lot of easy outs. You know, there, there's hardly any songs that you can go. Yeah. That's an easy one to pass over. No, thanks. Um, so then it's just like, you're finding like micro things to go, to latch onto, to go, yes, that's what I need to, to bring it to the, to the list. Um, there was some cream rising to the top, like 
actually a lot of it kind of came today as I was kind of listening for the last time, like listening to the 20. I was going, oh, okay, like trying to figure out a way to like arrange gameplay here. So, you know, I don't, I didn't really have have a plan because you really can't, I don't think, with this band. So, which leads me to my next question because uh, I, I got <laughs> I got feelings about this. Um, Randy, based on the conversation we just had for the for the final say, and remember, folks, you have to nail the number on the head to get the final say. How many do you think we'll get through unanimously? Well, you being worried about it is one thing, but also um, I ended up taking at least two per album here, and I do have okay representation of the two latter albums, but you know my middle album, early album representation is very, very good, and I get the sense from Steven that one of the records that he mentioned, maybe two, that I'm going to have a decent amount from those records as well. I'm going to go four. Okay. All right. That seems like a good good spot. All right. Steve, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I think they have so many good songs out there that I, they, and, and the way that they play their instruments and just so many different styles of, of things, I think that... Um, there's a lot that could, you know, you might pick up on one and, and Randy might pick up on another. So I might, I might go a little bit lower and just say three more conservative. Yeah. That's the way I was looking. So now do I go asshole mode and trim down to two? There's only three of us or do I go super positive and just play one up above you know, I never get this number, and it's almost always the number I think, so I'm going to play it here this week. Five. I'm going five. All right. Right smack dab in the middle. Here's hoping. See, I, I think that this has, like like you mentioned, the cream rising to the top. I think we all might recognize the cream, and there might be even more than five if we're all in. I, like, it might have been tougher if Peter were still a part of this, and we do have Peter's list to go over later, but... Yeah, uh, some of these are just undeniable. Yep, and I guess you know it'll it'll what'll matter is everyone's definition of undeniable. So that's true. Stick around and find out what undeniable means to each of us. We will be right back. We're going to take a quick break. It's deprogrammed. Kickstart your road to fitness with the Hard Work Works Fitness app for all ability levels. Full gym, no gym, no problem. What's included? Over 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all. Nutrition guide to help you stay on track. And all of this is only $10 a month. There's a special offer for deprogram listeners. Use promo code STUPID and get your first month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle today. And with that... The name of the game is Deprogrammed. The three of us have combed through a select portion of Lagwagon's discography that we will now mat, uh, that we all each pulled out 20 songs and are now going to mash together in an attempt to create a top 10 star kit for you in case you have skipped over Lagwagon. And how dare you? How dare you lag behind disc, disc, the, the disc. Deprogrammed Wagon? I got it in twice. Good for me. Um, So... 
I, I mentioned something about falling in love with a band uh, when we did the Lemonheads episode, and uh, for you'll hear that. Um, and I wanted to start with a song that I fell in love with today. As I was listening, I don't think it was anywhere on my radar as a as a top song until I listened to it today. For some reason, it just there's a part in the second verse where he's almost making fun of himself for. You know, I, I used to, when I would get on stage, forget lyrics and just kind of make up the lyrics as I went. But in his second I verse, know coming. I know it's coming in his second verse. He wrote a verse about forgetting the verse. The same as the verse. I forgot the words again. Yeah. Who's got a smoke for the caper? I know exactly what it is. Number one for me, falling apart. I got it. Uh, no, I don't have that one. Oh, good song. Good song. But two puts it on the board at least. Gets to- I okay. So that was part of my final three putting it in, and and I actually had a really difficult time with Blaze because I liked a lot a lot of those songs more than I expected to like them, and Falling Apart got in because I feel like it's so relevant right now. He wrote that song when he was what in his thirties, and they're still on tour when he's in his 50s <laughs> the literally the song is like i'm i'll never be ozzy on stage when i'm 50 i'll never be the yeah. rolling stones and i think i've watched it like a documentary or like a a little interview with with joey and he said uh something along the lines of yep i'm kind of hypocrite i'm doing exactly what i said i would never do <laughs> <I'd> <laughs> and do, do it till the wheels at least fall he's off. addressing it yeah yeah all right well falling apart gets two so it's still alive randy all right. Um, I go back and forth between my two favorite rec. What, which one out of the two is my favorite record? Um, some days I love Trashed, and some days I love Haas. And I feel like Trashed might have been the first one I bought because it might have been the only one that I saw in the CD store at the time. So, like on the car ride on the way back, I turn it, in, I turn it up, and I'm just like, whoa! I didn't even expect that they had songs like this. So. I'm going to start, the first one I'd like to start off trash is actually a song that Joey did for the acoustic. I believe it was, uh, I can't remember if it was the first or second acoustic album, but it's very, very good on acoustic and it's just as good on trash. Know it all. Mm. Yep. I I got that one. I do not, but it's got two. That's one of the first Lagwagon songs that I, I remember just absolutely loving. Yeah, for sure. Um, so where do we want to start bringing in Peter's votes? Uh, maybe we wait till the next round. Sure. Yeah. All right. Steve. Uh, well, I just might, I guess I'll come out here swinging uh, off of Haas. I'll I'll play violins. Oh, of course. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Yeah. That one should be unanimous. There we go. That double time at the end just kind of adds that punch. Oh, it's just so good. Did I pass it? Where is it? Second song off Haas. There it is. This is one of the answers we got from... Oh, oops. Stupid phone. This is one of the answers we got from listeners. I listened to this today, and so, like, it it made my first pass no problem. 
And then my second pass, no problem. But I was really eyeballing it, my third one, because, I don't know. I still have this thing where if I go to the band's page and this is one of their more popular songs, it always gives me pause because I've gotten yelled at a lot for st- for doing just that. And I'm glad I didn't cut it because I listened to it today and I was like, no, no, this belongs because this is, this is that pop punk thing. Like it, it, I'm glad that they found a pop punk pocket that is closer to the, to the punk rather than the pop, which is what I think Blink did. They Well, Justin, I, I, I want to bring this up. So part of what I mentioned before about how they kind of stayed along the punk lines, but it was still considered pop punk on there was, I, I bring this up constantly when I do these bands, but the rock against Bush albums, one of the songs on, I believe the second was this oh. it was violins covered by yellow card. Oh, and that's where you get, like you see another band that plays a different way that is still like they're more the pop side mm-hmm. of the pop punk and they tackle it a little bit differently it's a little bit more like you don't get those drums which you need for the fucking song but but you get a violin a uh, uh, <laughs> well i think they, they do have a violin so it yeah, works exactly yes yellow card does indeed have a violinist but again if if Lagwagon wanted to be that band that could get popular like it would have worked yeah and yellow card never made it like a single or anything like that it was just kind of a a contribution onto a compilation but imagine if they had yeah it probably would have been pretty big because this is a very very good song i wasn't even aware of that i'll have to track that down yeah Yeah. i think the sec i think the orange record in the rocket gets booked i could be wrong well there we are off the schneid we got one in um, I'm going to go with another one that I, so I think I mentioned this, there was three that I fell in love with today. So I'm going to group all of them up front. Uh, this one I, I fell in love with after I fell in love with falling apart. The contortionist. No, I don't have it. Oh, uh, I don't have that one. Either. Oh, nobody can save me. Huh? Sorry. <laughs> I'm out on my own. Where's the list? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. There it is. I got to find the song so I can play it, feel bad, and make you guys feel bad for not picking it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I should have had this up. I guess it's really good. Here we go. (laughs) I wish I would have jotted down the line. There's a line before he gets to like actually like something about contorting obviously because contortionist um that just kind of got me this one's off blaze or resolve i feel like it's off resolve Resolve. okay yeah that's probably why i'm not as i I remember their song being called that but i i I couldn't pick it out of a lineup unfortunately i'm looking at it and it looks like i only have two from that record but all right randy all right, so I want to play this song because I think it's just a gem, and I'd be really shocked if it doesn't make the top ten because it's one that just like we talked about fast, 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 fast songs. And Justin, you kind of like your favorite thing 
while doing this game is like, how can you pull me in from the start? Now, this this one doesn't necessarily kick you in from the start because it kind of starts this slow kind of bass line, but then you hear it, bump, 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 morning, da, 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 and and it just rips. The song is, again, it's kind of like one of their jokey songs, but it's just fast as fucking hell and has like a really catchy like interlude in the middle and honestly like if you look back if you're really a lagwagon nerd and you have the dvd that came with or i think it was like a cd-rom thing that came with the live and a dive record there's a, a an extra on there that has that part where afterwards the bass line kind of comes in and it's rancid's um journey to the end of the east bay which is freaking phenomenal so this pick is mr coffee oh no i don't have it that was a that was a late scratch for me oh Oh. i know i'm glad you gave it all that love though because (laughs) i mean contrary to popular belief i would rather have a giant build-up for a miss than just a oh i don't have it Get to that fast part, though. I just wanted everybody to get that example in. I got to be honest. I don't. I don't have a reason here. Just a lot. Or of so- should you? Yeah, just a lot of songs. What are you gonna do? <laughs> All right, Steve. Um. I'm gonna. This song um, is kind of on the same, you know, lighthearted nature of of Mr. Coffee, um, and I just love the line. She has a new man. I have a new mustache. I'm a uh, Of course. Um, Razorburn. Razorburn. Hoss. Hoss. No, I don't. I say hoss. I just uh, love I... Toward, toward the end there. He, you know, come all you faithful is in there for, for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to like, like maybe equate himself to Santa Claus. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. I do remember. Uh, Justin, I'm surprised. I thought you would pick this one. I thought this one would be up your alley. Uh, again, I don't really have, this is the problem when, when the discography is thick, like it's, the, there's no easy cuts. You just kind of, whatever reason, and I don't know. I'm I'm almost positive it made my first pass, but that's not saying much because that was 50 songs. So, right. You want to try one of Peter's now? Um, no. Nah, Wait, no. Nah, I feel like he can make like a two or three. Um, you know, if 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 and or when we need it, you know, going into the next round. Ah. Uh, okay. Where do I go in mine? I'm not going to go with my number three. I'm going to skip backwards. I got a lot of enjoyment out of this one. I don't know why. I feel like there was a, a moment in the middle where like it, it completely faked me out into thinking it was turning into something else. I mean, it, it did. It turned into something else. And then they hit a switch and came back to it. Uh, Stoking the Neighbors. Oh, yeah. I left it out. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a, that was a light scratch for me, too. Dang it. Great, great song. All right. Justin is drumming on the intro is so good. That right there is what got me. (laughs) I I don't blame you. Yeah. 
Plus that guitar playing, though. All right. Randy? Oh, I want to play one off Haas here. Um, referencing another Lagwagon song, Gun to My Head. Um, I think this one's maybe my favorite Lagwagon song of all time, and that's Bombs Away. Yeah, I got it. Yep, I got that one, too. Hey, yeah, there we go. Get that shit in. <laughs> Uh, scroll to the top. That's the easiest way. Type search. Boom. You've got a thing about being lame. <laughs> you think you'll show us all your handicapping That's one of the things Lagwagon does so well. Just like surprising intros of songs. There's a couple of songs where it starts with Joey singing and then boom, right into it. And that just. Oh, it takes you by surprise and it feels good every single time, especially if it's on like a playlist you're doing shuffle and you hear that, you're like, oh, yes. And this song, I, you know, like I've always thought that Violins, May 16th and Bombs Away were like kind of very similar, but Bombs Away has so many different sections to it and it's more kind of a complicated uh, composition and I feel like violins and May 16th are a little bit more straightforward, but they're all very like soaring pop punk songs. And I think Bombs Away just has, uh, it has so much depth to it. And it's just very, very good. And I'm glad that it is part of this list. There we go. Yeah, it's in, 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 in. All right. So Bombs Away was you, Randy? Yeah. All right. Steve? Um, so I'm going to go with a, uh, an album opener. Um, let's go after, after you, my friends, um, let's talk about feelings. I, got I it. have it. Oh, oh, damn. Okay. That's not what I expected. Well, yeah. Yeah. I just remember buying that record the day it came out and going into my basement, listening to it with my buddy. And when that elevator music and the bridge comes on, just me and my buddy looking at each other like, what in the world is <laughs> happening? But it's just so good. Well, again, like, they're very good at punching you in the gut with, with what they are right off the top. And, like, like doing it without without the drum, like without the drums being an in- intro. Now, you know, I'm a sucker for a drum in the intro, but, like, here's two times in a row where they use that as, you know, the, the sucker punch. So they hit you in the gut. You're looking right at them, and then it's like, okay, now this too, boom. <laughs> it's yeah, I, lo- I love that. All right, after you, my friends, is in, and look at that. Well, it's been called after you, my friend, on occasions too. I don't know which version. I, I feel like I I always knew it as after you, my friend, but I, I could be the wrong one here. Oh, oh, it doesn't matter. It's in. Yeah, it's in. <laughs> Uh, and we're sitting comfortably at Steve's three now. So like with plenty of gameplay, plenty of gameplay. We can definitely get one or maybe two more. So, well, look, I'll be the guy then I'll, I'll put it out there. You know, it's been mentioned several times at this point and, um, May 16th. You got to take it. Yes. Yeah. I got that one too. Hey, there we go. Yeah, I know it's it's like the obvious one, but, but I think so. What sets 
me apart and why I picked the song of it not just being a hit. But if you read the story about what it's about, it's heartbreaking. It's about how Joey woke up one morning and he was, um, I think he was having a one night stand. He woke up and looked out the window. There was a church across the street and one of his like old friends was getting married and he realized, Oh, he didn't invite me. Like that's, Oh, that's a gut punch. Wow. That's terrible. Wow. I guess I should have read the lyrics. Let me see you. I'm I'm waiting on them as you rise inside new rooms. It's official. You've gone. You can live for no one else. Man, the guilt must be huge. There's no gain in failure. You succeed at being mine. All right. Like, that's the masterful. That's the master of his lyrics right there, that he can explain all that and and get that across without, like, kind of hinting at something, but not saying, like, oh, you got married and I wasn't invited. Yeah. Yeah, not not fully calling him out, but yeah. Just, yeah, sure. All right, May sixteenth in, and with that, we're right at Randy's four. I think we can exceed this. I was going to say, can we can we pass my five? Like, I mean, it's there's a lot of gameplay. All right, what's, you're up. what's the record? I'm, I'm curious. What's the the record? record's nine. Um, I think we we've hit, had a couple eights though. Yeah, we've hit a, hit a couple eights. The record's Stooges nine. Stooges had eight. I think we hit nine twice. The Chicks and Sick Man, I think. Sick Man was still before I knew what the show was. So it sort of doesn't count. <laughs> All right. Uh, May 16th with me. So it's your turn, Randy. All right. I think the only album, I mean, Resolve, Resolve was represented here. The only album that I don't see represented yet was Double Platinum. And I actually had a little bit of a tough time with this record. Not one, I wasn't familiar with it the most out of the four. I feel, I feel like the songs that I knew really well were ones that I had found individually. Um, I'm going to take one that I feel like would get in the top 10 because it's another opener song and it's, you look at the song title, you're like, okay, what the hell is this? And then it's kind of like a double meaning when he's singing it. So um, I'll go with alienate. Oh, nope. Uh, yeah, I got that one. Oh, all right. Ah. All right. Randy and Steve got it. It's got two. It's still alive. All right, Steve. Uh, so yeah, gosh, I might go to the album resolve here. Um, this one is, is one I kind of discovered just doing this whole, you know, in preparation for this. I, I hadn't come across it. I guess I hadn't really paid attention to it until I started really listening to the lyrics. And it just really stood out to me. It's kind of a straightforward love song. But it, uh, I mean, the album as a whole is a big tribute to the to their drummer, Derek Plord, um, who I believe committed suicide. Is that right, Randy? That sounds right. Yeah, it was it was a little bit before that record came out. Um, anyway, at, at the end, of, basically, it's Joey writing a love song to his significant other, and uh, um, it says, "But we may never have met if it weren't for him." Hey, Derek, maybe somehow you're listening. Today's mantra is gratitude. You changed my life. I'm sure you knew. Never forget the words that you said, the life that you led. Never forget. 
that song is days of new oh man there's a lot of good tributes to Derek on that album and one very obvious one but yeah I, I that one I I went with the two that I was familiar with the most off that album and that was yeah unfortunately I didn't have high hopes for that one that one was just like it struck me at the right time and and yeah just the lyrics of it and the tribute I did not have it either so that's why you get the heartbreak yeah. <laughs> uh but I mean now's the time for the heartbreak because we're playing pretty well all right um you know what I feel like speaking of the heartbreak and 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 uh playing well I might as well trot some early stuff out here see if I can find you guys um I'm always a healthy healthy proponent of a track one and this would have been my lead uh play until today do Um, it i gotta go i talked about metallica earlier oh it's here tragic vision well that's not the one (laughs) tragic vision is very very good but i just left it off i've got that one yeah hey it's track one like it's the it's a a great album opener it's kind of a if you listen to it it's kind of a a rougher uh more raw version of something that might be on Haas, like songs that would come later on. Yeah. I thought the same exact thing. And that's another one that Joey transferred over to acoustic. That sounds really, really good. Oh, all right. So it gets to, it ain't dead yet. All right, Randy. I'm playing the opener that I was expecting and hoping for off trashed, uh, Island of shame. I got it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Perfect. Oh, It's nice because, like, not that they necessarily leave the Metallica stuff behind, but they morph it here and start making it their own. What punk album begins with, and he's prejudiced, like, and that's, like, not even starting a sentence. That's, like, almost the middle of yeah. a As conversation middle of a sentence yeah <laughs> right it's like they were it's having so good though. they were talking off stage and then it was like oh wait we need to play and turn towards them like he's <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, prejudice <laughs> all right it even has the metallica stops it's like they 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 morphed and made it their own i like it it's right there all right steve uh, I'm going to play one of uh, Derek showing off his drumming chops uh, in the intro. I'm going to go rifle off of Haas. Oh, no. Nope. It was bound to happen. <laughs> we're at that oh. We're at that point of the game. Oh, that makes me so sad. Oof. I mean, I hate to say it because it was the reason you brought it in but that might have been the reason I kept it out like I said I was looking for any reason to keep stuff out it's like well it kind of takes a second there we go there's a cut (laughs) (laughs) yeah very very good song I just had so much off Haas that needed to be there and I still have a couple left all right 
Let me see. What do I got left here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We still have a ton left. We got what? Five through already. Oh, no NTP. I've been got yeah, no NTP. So I think we'll have a lot of conversation. Yeah, here. so we can go we can go wherever we want. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play a crazy one here. I couldn't get away from this. It's not a cover, but it sort of is. Um it's a very familiar tune, but it's also they changed the words to it. So it's not it's not Weird <laughs> Al parody, but it's also not a cover of an LL Cool J song. <laughs> I've got uh, back one out. I love it, but yeah, I, I it it was too close to that, you know, just being a cover that I I that was the one thing that kind of left it off, unfortunately. But I love it. All right. Yeah, kind of a, same thing for me. I just too close to a cover for me. <laughs> that was just fun. I feel like this might have landed somewhere. Like I feel like I'd heard it before, and not not sure it was like one of those joke songs one. that you found on Kaza or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Flippin' sings this one live. It's very really funny. All right, there we go. This is the place for that, though. This is the place for that. All right, Randy. Oh, back to me. Um. All right, I'm going to go with one that I think is like sort of a left turn for them and it feels like more of a serious tone and like has some intense moments too. I think it just it's the the heart of Haas. I'm going to go with Sick. Oh. That was number 21. <laughs> nope. I don't have it either. Uh, very last cut. I don't even know. So, I can't I can't provide anything for you. I don't even know. And I was telling my John, uh, I was telling John the list beforehand, and he was like, "Oh, six should be number one." Really? So, yeah. That's yep. It's it's an intense song. Wow. Interesting. All right, Steve. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to trash. The this love the intro to the song. It really shows off their their skills and their musicianship. I'm gonna go coffee and cigarettes. Oh. Oh yeah, of course. I don't have that. Um, I had the worst reason for cutting it, and uh, I'm gonna tell you guys it it has nothing to do with the song, but uh. Jimmy Eat World has a song called Coffee and Cigarettes that I like a lot. Uh, <laughs> Again, you grasp at straws sometimes. So that, that's, yeah, that, seriously. That's one of them. <laughs> I think that should be a nomination for your pun podcast and cigarettes. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Uh, Coffee and Cigarettes was... Conversation. Yep. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. I lost track, obviously. Shoot. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> the first thing I thought of when I saw this title was a, an SNL uh, sketch. And um, it, it doesn't sound anything like the SNL sketch, but I still like to say it the way they do in the sketch. Ride the snake. <laughs> no, I don't have it. 
Good song, but yeah, no, don't have that one. I'm with it because now I get to play it. It it was an outlier. Yeah, but what's cool about it is like I think about Haas, and there's like a cowboy on the cover, and like there is something cowboy about this. Oh yeah, it's got a little bit of like a westernish vibe to it for sure. I think it's so tough with some of those other songs like outside of the five that I picked and outside of like maybe two or three others, like some, some other songs off Haas are, are very much glue songs. And I feel like they have a lot of that on other records. The trash is the only one that I, that like every song I know by heart. And like, I would never think of ride the snake because there's so much other strong content on that record that just, I, f- I feel like you're just kind of, especially like late in the record, like razor burns really late. So if you're listening to it in full, you're waiting for razor burn. So yeah, just my two cents. Yeah, you know, you're going to, you win some and you lose some, uh, it is your turn, Randy. I'm going to go back to, let's talk about feelings. I'm going to try messengers. Another one like, uh, bombs away that begins with him. And it's just a, Ken so good. I don't have that one. That was a that was a last minute scratch for me too. Oh. You know what? Play it because I I I think this one deserves to be played anyway. All right, Steve. Um, let's go, um, go back to, uh, play angry days. Good one. Yeah. I don't didn't, have that. didn't take it. No. Oh. I saw some, somebody on Facebook, uh, mentioned it though. Yep. Yeah. It's got to get a guitar solo and the breakdown on the bridge. So good. All right. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Maybe we do two more rounds to see how they go, and then dump out from there. Um, what about E Dagger? I got it. Yes. Yeah, I got that one too. Oh, E Dagger makes the ten. Yeah, and officially <laughs> we have to talk our way to ten now too, because we got six. Another one begins with with Joey. Yep. I think we kind of. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're on a theme there. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we kind of accidentally stumbled on what the cream is. All right. Randy? Ooh, there's still some big guns on the board, in my estimation. Um, I don't know if I want to finish up Haas. I don't know if I want to get my last double plan in. Or, you know what? We haven't really played a resolve in a little while. I'm going to go heartbreaking music. I don't have that one. No, I don't have that one either. Mm. Boom. I had to pick something from the record. And honestly, it's a great song. Yeah. 
right, Steve. Another one I think that you could dec- directly correlate to to Derek. I, th- I think. I bet a song like with a title like "Heartbreaking Music." Probably. Right. So doth, uh, so close to death we abuse it. Like that's it's pretty. Yeah. Oof. All right, Steve. Uh, I'm gonna go. Not sure exactly what this song's about. <laughs> you know, maybe it's maybe it's about friends that are drifted apart or something. But there's there's jawbreaker references laced throughout the whole song. It's I must be hateful. Very oh, 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 like I said in the beginning, Blaze was so tough, and I got the two that were out there, and this one I was heavily debating upon. Of course, you hear the song. That's how you know. That's how you know. I think I, I think he mentions Blake by name in that song. I, huh. I guess I haven't looked into it, but it's. I'm not sure that the backstory is. Yeah, I yeah I haven't really looked into it too, but you're onto something. All right, um, let's do one last round and then dump out. Uh, there's a theme here at one point with the word friends. And I'm going to do one of my do other... It, do it, do it. I'm gonna, I don't know if I have the right one, because uh, I have two left. Making Friends? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that was a late scratch. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's in the combo, though. Uh, making Friends, Justin and Randy. All right, Randy? So I'm looking at the top ten. We got two Haas. We got two feelings. We got oh, uh, one one trashed that should be changed, and one blaze. I don't have any duh. I only have one duh left. Let's try beer goggles. Mm, nope. Another yeah. I made the first pass, but same. Same. I didn't have a reason. Just got to lose stuff. So good though, now that I hear it. I've said this before, but I, I'm saying this for the benefit of Steve. We, we play these when they're a miss to make everybody feel bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mission accomplished, buddy. Yep. Oh, that's yummy. I don't know. I don't have a reason, so I'm not going to dwell on it. All right, Steve? Uh,. Yeah, I'm looking at the list. Let's see if I can get a double platinum one on here. I'm going to go with uh, another friend song, To All My Friends. I got it. No, I don't have it. All right. But it gets to hang around for another day. A lot of songs about friendship. Yeah. Like initially, yeah, initially I was thinking that, that was gonna, they were going to get cut because of that. And then I, I ended up going, no, why? Like, I I like that. Especially since I feel like, anyway. All right. Um, so let me just dump out from here and see if I can find any of you guys. Um, foiled again? No. No. Parents Guide to Living? Nope. Nope. Lazy? Great one, but no. Yeah, same here. Late scratch. All right. Smile? Uh, no. Burn? Oh, another one that was really tough to leave off. No. All right, and last but not least, Change Despair. No. 
I don't have that one either. All right. See if you can get a couple extras in here, Randy. Oh, I got one, two, three. Oh. Okay. Uh, whipping boy. No. Move the car. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's no. so good. No. Yeah, it's so good, but no. Um, and my last one is automatic. Oh, that's another good one, too. I didn't have that one. All right, so just for fun, Steve, do you want to dump out whatever you got left? I had give it back. Oh, trashed. good one. Um, sleep from Haas. Another good one. 27 from Double Platinum. And Another great one. The slow burner of Let's Talk About Feelings, Owen Meany. Takes about um, two minutes to get to the last stuff, but it's good. Yeah, I've always seen that one. Like, I always think of it's is it an instrumental? Like, I can never yeah. remember getting to it. All right. Yeah, about it's about a minute 55 is when it finally, you know, really ramps up. And at just under four minutes long, it's probably one of their longest songs. <laughs> and to be honest with you, that whole entire record is like two minute songs or less. Yeah. They're yeah. all fast. All right. So let's see what we got unanimous here. Again, we got six. So that means we are walking our way through the last four. Unanimously in May 16th. After You, My Friends, Bombs Away, E-Dagger, Island of Shame, and Violins. And then we have eight in the conversation that we need to trim down exactly one half. Alienate, Coffee and Cigarettes, Falling Apart, Know It All, Making Friends, Razor Burn, To All My Friends, Tragic Vision. Now what I'd like to do here, this is where, let's make it a little easier on ourselves. Um, anything that Peter had gets to live. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Tragic Vision. Um, know It All. Yes. Coffee yeah, and like Cigarettes. Is there another? Or? Alienate. Razor oh, so we got it. Yeah, we're, uh, we got to make helpful. a decision now. This isn't helpful at all. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's. Um. All right. So let's see which ones didn't he have, so we can get them out. I think making friends to all my friends and falling apart. So to all my friends is in because he has it. Oh, he has it. Oh, yep. okay. Man, we would. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Looks like he didn't have Making Friends. So Making Friends is out. Didn't have Falling Apart either. Um, Nope. That sucks. Right. That hurts. But also, you know, I'm not. I'm the new guy. So uh, that brings us to six. So that seems right. Right. That way we only got to make two. Alienate, coffee and cigarettes. Know it all, razor burn to all my friends, and tragic vision. Okay, so let's look. Do we care about album representation? Yes. Okay, I think trash needs at least one more. All right. Um, if we care trash. about trash, <laughs> how could, how have we not done that yet, Justin? I don't know. I thought <laughs> it several times when it came up. Uh, if we're caring about representation tragic vision is the only thing from duh 
Correct. Let's get back to that one. Okay. In a second. All right. So you want to grab one more from Trashed, which is yes. either coffee and cigarettes or know-it-all. Yeah. Um, oh, this is really – like, I'm cool with either one, but this is really, really tough. Do you, you want to play a little bit of oh, both to never. sort of see what the room feels like? That'll never help, but no, that's why we do it. <laughs> all right, let's start with know-it-all. taste there here's coffee and cigarettes man do we have this do we do we have this sound something really fast yeah island of shame is a little fast but it's more a little bit like riffy i would say yeah i would say that coffee and cigarettes would be the one know it all is a little bit more like kind of bubbly and and pop punky but coffee and cigarettes is just a freaking ripper all right great guitar work on that anybody agree or i'm with you like that's my inclination listening to them back to back yeah i had both those songs so yeah i was odd man out too so right it's you know knock me over with a feather yep (laughs) made made famous by curtis that's right all right um so now we need uh one of these ones from double platinum yes yeah i think so all right so it's alienate versus to all my friends i think it's alienate what are you thinking steve yeah i feel like alienate is i mean it's the album opener kind of grabs your attention and it kind of sets the tone i mean that whole album is kind of with with the guitar tone that they have it's kind of fuzzy guitars yeah that was weird to me designed to kind of be taken in all at once and i think alienate really kind of sets the tone there all right i'm with it all right so now we are down to our bottom two we have two left and there's we have two spots four songs so i didn't i didn't cut know it all or to all my friends okay so they're still alive and we also have razor burn and tragic vision so now i feel like if we're sticking to it with Album representation, Tragic Vision has to come into play here. Either we I care agree. about it or we don't. I agree. That, that was a late cut for me, so I, I mean, I'm, I'm good. Wait, I thought you, t- I thought you took Tragic because I didn't take Tragic Vision. Oh, I did have it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. So we don't have any of like the comedy yet. And yeah. that's where I, and I know we already have two Haas, but Razorburn is the perfect comedy song to go on the list and show that like, okay, there's like a, not just a, that it's a fast and fun song, but like he's making fun of himself, you know, like yeah. some, sometimes they'll call me mountain man. Sometimes they'll mistake me for a stupid drifter. I, I, I'm a wise, they, I might be a wise man, but I'm an idiot. Like those are just, it's funny. It, there's sometimes they just, I was lame. I grew a beard of shame. Yeah. So, uh, compares himself to Billy Gibbons. Like it's just, it, it's really one of their funniest songs. So razor falling Burn. apart's funny too, but Razor. This one stands above. Razor Burn and Tragic Vision, then? 
I think those are the two, yeah. Any opposition? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get Razor Burn and Tragic Vision. And this is a great list. Now we have 10. We are there. All right, so here's our 10, and then we will turn up the heat. May 16th, After You, My Friends, Bombs Away, E-Dagger, Island of Shame, Violins, Violins, <laughs> Alienate, Coffee and Cigarettes, Razor Burn, Tragic Vision. Randy, of those 10s, of those 10, what is the one? Oh, my God. You make an argument for pretty much any of these. You really can make a good argument for it. I would say the ones that you can make least argument is probably after you, my friends, E-Dagger, and Tragic Vision, but everything else has a really good argument attached to it. My heart says bombs away. Mm. I can't. Ooh. What are you thinking, Steve? So I, I mean, just I'm I'm showing my bias here, but I, yeah, Haas is just a perfect album in my mind. So I I would go with Violins for for Bombs Away. You know, Violins is a very very close second. Um, those would be my two as well. So let us make it harder. I don't know how you ignore that. Right? Think think about like, and you have to bring a little bit of this into play. And you know, maybe from my standpoint, it's because I'm on these episodes. But the the end of the year, like, what's going to have more of an impact? Like, what's going to like maybe hit Fredo a little better? <laughs> I think Bombs Away is it. <laughs> I mean, maybe nothing hits Fredo, trying. and he calls it shit. I love you for trying. <laughs> And here's violins. He liked the Aquabats, though. You never know. That's because horns, man. That's because horns. It's true. Undeniable horns. Uh, I'm inclined to go with Bombs Away here because I think it has, it does what the show intends. Like, I think violins is great and it shows showcases what the band can do. But I think if we want them to take the time to listen to the other nine songs, you start with that and I think you got them. 100 percent yeah all right so let's let's go with bombs away as our number one i like to make a note here this is something jenny started doing and i'm like oh that's a good idea let's let's make a note of the number one not that it really matters but if i ever decide to print these up for my book who knows all right so that being said let's get this back on in the background let's start over so our 10 we have Bombs Away is our number one, May 16th, After You My Friends, E-Dagger, Island of Shame, Violins, Alienate, Coffee and Cigarettes, Razor Burn, and Tragic Vision. Let's let Bombs Away get its moment in the sun. Look at this hoss on the album cover. <laughs> I mean, two albums, they're, they're very, like, Western-associated. And they have an album called Hang, too, which I think is just a, a, a noose. Jinkies. That's, that's true. <laughs> so we have done it. We've done all the work for you. We have plucked out ten songs. Seriously, all you got to do is push Great play list. now. Like, it's, it's, it, it's, just, it's just that simple. You are now a Lagwagon fan. 
You're welcome. Um, if you would like to be a fan of me, well, that would be really cool too. Patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. One dollar a month gets you in the door and it gets you all sorts of great uh uh daily audio content. It also gets you um in access to the Discord and different channels in the Discord, which is cool. And it also helps my self-esteem because clearly I need it, apparently. Uh also good boosts to my self-esteem include rating and rating the podcast uh in spotify now you can give a five-star rating which would be very cool supposedly what they say is that makes me appear it's the algorithm you know i got that algorithm let's do it let's let's break some let's break some records this year i don't know whatever man let's just let's just work really hard and do stuff i don't know what i'm saying what you could be saying is subscribe rate comment that would be cool we already mentioned Patreon, and if you'd like to hear us continue talking, by the way, that is also a Patreon uh, content. Uh, the After the Fact show, the three of us are going to sit around and talk for more time, probably for 7,000 hours. We'll never Whoa. stop talking. We're just going to top, talk forever. And you can listen to it if you become a patron. So, that being said, I th- oh, legionstupid.com, go there. That too. I think that covers all, all the bases. I don't know. One of these days I'll write it down. Uh, But in the meantime, lag wagon, learn and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Bye.